this episode of the Weaving the Wild podcast, we're talking all about working and aligning with the days of the week and their planetary energies. So if you're looking for more structure, I want to share with you the rhythm and structure that I've been using to really create form and flow and like, dare I say it, spaciousness within my workflow and my life as a whole using and aligning with the energies contained within each day of the week. So if you know you're needing more structure and more of the masculine in your life, but you haven't found a way to do so yet that feels good and that doesn't feel like it's overshadowing your feminine flow, I've got you. (laughs) I feel you. And I think this might be really interesting for you to feel into and explore. So grab yourself a cuppa, pull up a pew, and let's dive in. Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Weaving the Wild podcast. In this space, we are reclaiming and remembering the wildish wisdom and knowledge that lies deep within our bones and reconnecting to those parts of ourselves that are both ancient and familiar. We talk about it all, awakening our collective wildness and dropping back into our bodies, honoring our cyclical rhythms, connecting to our roots, embracing our intuitive nature and living embodied within the feminine. I'm Rachel Hodgins, and I'm honoured to be walking this path beside you. Let's dive in. So before we dive too deep into this episode, let me explain what I mean by the planetary energies of the days of the week. So basically... We need to start with the fact that the names that we give each day from Monday through to Sunday are rooted in the Latin names for certain planets and the gods or deities that are associated with those planets. And this is because once upon a time, each day was in honor of that planet or deity. And in fact, if we go far enough back, it was understood that on each particular day, the energy of that planet was more potent. It could be felt and observed more than other days, right? Now, we still have remnants in our own vocabulary that make it easy enough to to kind of pick up in, in some of the days. So for example, Monday was the day of the moon, moon day. Sunday was the day of the sun, right? Fairly obvious. Other days have sort of like lost their meaning to us as the the Latin language has died away. But essentially we have Monday, as I said, Moon Day. Tuesday is Mars Day, so the planet Mars. Wednesday is Mercury Day. Thursday is Jupiter Day. Friday is Venus Day. Saturday is Saturn Day, another fairly obvious one. And Sunday, as we said, is Sunday. Now, whether you believe in the astrology or the energy behind this, you know, that that each day holds certain energies more than others, I invite you still to, to just hang with me in this episode. Because honestly, like, integrating and and working and structuring my week in accordance with the days and the energies that we're about to look at has been so potent for me. This has been one of the most powerful like 
practices, I don't know, like approaches, <laughs> things that I have integrated in my life um, for some time. And I really believe, as I said, whether you believe in the energy behind the days or not, this way of moving through the week can provide a really powerful structure to our lives that holds rhythm as opposed to the monotony of our current cultural norm of like just get up, go to work, come home, you know, rinse and repeat without really engaging with much more in our day. It's a, it's a very different relationship to structure and the masculine than, yeah, like our cultural norm at the moment. And I suppose I need to add here, like I, I'm sharing everything in this episode from my own life and my personal experience. So I'm sharing how I use this rhythm and planetary wisdom to inform and to structure my days and my week. And so obviously some of the specifics that I share aren't going to apply to you, to your own life and and circumstances, but I'm sharing as an invitation for you to feel into the energy, to feel into the information and the wisdom that is held here and consider how it might look in your life, how you might integrate it for yourself. Before I dive into the days themselves, I just want to touch on what it is about all of this that has been so powerful for me and why I'm such an advocate for it now. So let me start by saying for a long time, I really resented and resisted the masculine. I think everyone kind of goes through this. We, we all go through a time when we're rediscovering and connecting with our feminine energy, when she awakens within us, where we kind of have to do this 180 and we have to disentangle ourselves from all of the tightly woven constructs of the masculine, which are more of the result of the patriarchy, right? And the, the more shadow or toxic side of masculine energy. And so we start to discover the beautiful, fluid, intuitive energy of our feminine and suddenly anything to do with the masculine feels too constrictive, right? I'm sure I'm not alone here. (laughs) Like for a long time, the thought of commitments, like too much structure in my day, work deadlines, like work in general a lot of the time, anything that asked me to commit and to really show discipline had me running for the hills. And... You know, that was that was just part of it, part of the journey I needed and deserved, I, th- I think, to learn what my feminine wanted, what it felt like to honor her, to learn my own flow, my own rhythm, to weave a new relationship with rest, with productivity and like a, a new or a deeper self-awareness. But for much of last year, I was really becoming aware of how much I was needing the masculine. I was needing more structure, more order, and something that could help me be more disciplined in my life, essentially. Because what I I was finding was, and this was a huge pattern for me throughout my life anyway, not just since discovering and connecting to the feminine, But what I was finding is I'd go through these periods of time where I was feeling so lit up and inspired about something. It it could have been like something in my work, for example, and all of my attention and focus and energy would be channeled there until it would kind of simmer down again. 
at the detriment to every other area of my life. Sometimes it might have been something that I was feeling inspired to dive into and learn about or like, I don't know, like a new thread in my personal exploration and healing work. And that would be all I would think about and want to spend my time and my energy on. And so it was it was sort of this like all or nothing kind of way of operating. If there was one thing in my life that was really thriving the rest of the areas in my life were probably suffering for it. And I noticed in particular that it was my physical health and well-being and my relationships, particularly my relationship with Bo, my partner, that were the first things to suffer. The other thing that I found was that anytime I was feeling inspired and motivated to kind of like get my shit together and really make sure that, you know, all of these areas were being tended to in my life. I just couldn't sustain it because I was trying to fit everything into one day, basically. And I just couldn't, I'd want to be able to tick off, you know, that I'd, I'd meal prepped and that I'd worked out that I had completed anything that I needed to do in my work that day. And that I'd set aside time for myself to, connect and to nourish my soul right meditation or journaling or even just reading these things that you know felt really nourishing to to me outside of everything and everyone else and on top of all that (laughs) ensuring that I wasn't too mentally or emotionally drained after all of that so that I could be present with Bo like let alone be intimate with him And any time I would get inspired and think that I could do it, it would last like maybe three days, maybe a week before something would come along and throw it all off. Usually it was either something unexpected in my work would show up, which would add like an extra thing to do. And then there'd be less time in one of the days or my period would arrive. And I didn't have the energy to, to sustain everything else because my energy was being called inward. And all of these other areas in my life were asking my attention to be called outwards. And it just wasn't working. So all that to say, all of that that I just mentioned, coupled with the fact that I, I just really struggled to find a way to connect with the masculine energy of structure in a way that felt good for me, really, even when I I really needed it, it all just left me feeling like certain areas of my life were lacking, that, you know, I wasn't getting all of the, the big and bright ideas that I had in my work out into the world. I wasn't getting them into tangible form. I wasn't, um, feeling like I had time and energy to focus into my relationship of over 10 years, my body, which had, you know, was communicating to me that it deserved and was requiring attention, all of these things, right? And this all reached ahead for me last year. And I started playing with structure. Like I said, I I knew I needed more structure. I just hadn't found something that felt not constrictive Um, that made me want to resist and run away from it. And then eventually the concept of the planetary days of the week landed before me. I saw someone mention it on Instagram and something within me was just like, ping. (laughs) And yeah, I've been really deeply integrating this and it's honestly been such a game changer for me because 
it has been a means to create structure in my week, not just my day. So rather than creating a daily schedule where I was trying to fit everything in, all of the, you know, to, to tend to and make sure all of these key pillars and areas of my life were strong in one day, it actually creates more spaciousness and flow for me because it's allowed me to spread my energy within these different areas of my life and my work over the course of the week in ways that feel really grounding and simple, which is important. (laughs) And that's why I said earlier, like even if you don't believe in the energy of each day of the week, the astrological side of this, I still believe that you could take this structure and use it as the bones, right? Like the overall structure in your life and feel so empowered and more together, more calm and more in flow because it provides the most beautiful rhythm to our lives. And I think that's why I found this so easy to digest sort of and why it resonated for me is that it is structure. It is the masculine, but it's also cyclic. Like it feels cyclical and it feels more feminine. I feel like I'm, I'm following the rhythm and flow of the week rather than just living every day exactly the same and expecting myself to show up exactly the same. So now that I've got all that off my chest, <laughs> let's dive into the days and their energies. This is how I personally align with the days right now in my life and how I've been able to find more balance, not just within my work where it's been a huge, huge game changer, but also like just among like the key pillars that make up my life as well. So let's dive in. So we begin with Monday which is moon day. So Monday holds and carries the energy of the moon herself. So when we look at the astrological energy for each each planetary body, the moon's energy is nurturing. It is emotional. It's reflective, right? Um, And very much kind of creative, intuitive, fluid, mother energy, feminine energy. So this is a day for me where I like to go slow. It's a day of self-care and self-kindness, self-nurturance, and a day to, to really tend to my home. So a Monday for me doesn't tend to hold a whole lot of work, to be honest, Uh, It's an easing into the week and it's more a day that's focused on me and my needs. So in that, I have more of a focus and prioritize time on ritual, on journaling. Um, I'll cleanse the house on a Monday, you know, I'll tend to the home, to the hearth. Um, So that might look a little bit like, you know, tidying and cleaning. I might, you know, change the sheets on the bed and feel set up in the week, but really kind of slow and simple and grounded. Of the work that I do on a Monday, I will focus it more around any, like more of the creative side of my work. So in particular, if I'm creating products that are coming out soon, um, you know, that I'll be working with herbs and things like that with, 
I'll do that on a Monday. And that feels really good and really kind of nourishing to my soul. So I might be doing things more with my hands in my work. I might be doing more of the design element um, if there's something like that required, whether it's creating the labels for products or, you know, creating a, a a workbook, not so much writing the content, but putting it all together as a little, like an ebook or a PDF and doing the design element for it. It's also a really lovely day to kind of do some creative planning and dreaming. So if I'm feeling like some ideas are kind of percolating, I'll sit down, like literally I'll sit down with a notepad and my highlighters <laughs> and I will I will brain map and, and plan and in a really fluid way, you know, not so much uh, like sitting down and, and getting all of the details together, but just allowing creative thoughts and dreams to fall onto the paper and, and plan in that kind of way. So that's very much the energy of Monday. For me, work isn't the, the first priority. Um, it's more myself really just going nice and slow and and the home is another priority on that day then we move to tuesday which is mars day so mars as a planetary energy is assertive it is you know like brave courageous it's very action driven it's a lot of energy right Mars energy is the go-getter energy. It has leadership and wants to initiate things. It wants action. So this is my getting shit done day. So where Monday was quite a nice and slow, more kind of internal reflective energy, Tuesday is the day where I will start to really action and implement things. And really the kind of day where I'll tick off tick off the list sort of. <laughs> so if there's little odd jobs that I need to do, whether it's in my work or just in life in general, it'll most likely happen on a Tuesday. More of the menial tasks, I suppose you'd say. Scheduling, um, running errands, appointments. But Mars is a work day for me, very much so. And in terms of the rest of my life, um, I, I know and I trust that other areas are going to have their time in, you know, we had Monday yesterday and then the days that are to come for the rest of the week, they'll get their turn too. But my, uh, Tuesday is a, a day devoted to work, really. And in that, also a really good day to begin projects or to, to initiate the, the first steps if you are starting a new, a new project or something new in your work. So those things that I was, you know, dreaming up in my creative planning on Monday, they might be turned into action on the Tuesday, right? Then we have Wednesday, which is Mercury Day. So Mercury as a planet is all to do with the thinking mind. We think of Mercury um, to do with our communication and dialogue, right? Um, it's also very analytical. So Wednesdays are a great day for anything that's particularly mentally stimulating. And in that, it's a great day to multitask or to get multiple things done at once, sort of. So in that, it's a good day for errands and definitely a good day for any form of communication or anything that requires talking and or listening. So I will have the bulk of my client calls on a Wednesday 
for example. I also will use Wednesday as a, a great day for writing and creating content. So the podcast, for example, is a priority on a Wednesday. Any interviews that I might do, I will preferably do on a Wednesday. Um, and then any other kind of writing content, Instagram posts, emails. I'll also, if I'm going to hold any circles or workshops and things like that on a weekday or a weeknight, I would choose to do on a Wednesday over other days, unless it is like a moon circle and the moon itself can obviously move, <laughs> can be on different days. So unless I'm aligning a circle to the moon, Wednesday would normally be my pick of the week. So Wednesday is definitely very much like a work day as well for me. Um, and it tends to be quite full <laughs> in that sense as well. But outside of my work, Wednesday, as I said, or Mercury Day is a really great day for anything that requires um, thinking, planning, like I said, mental stimulation and sort of the analytical mind. So I'll often set aside time to do like my meal plan and any like, you know, the grocery list and things like that on a Wednesday if I can so that I can have it organized and everything can be there ready to arrive by the end of the week when I'm going to do my meal planning on the weekend. But I get to that soon. <laughs> but very much a great day to do any of your planning, to do any of your kind of um, systems work, I suppose you could say, and to engage with others. In your work and to communicate whether that be speaking writing whatever it might be thursday is jupiter day so jupiter as a planet is our big expander as a planet jupiter rules things like abundance prosperity um, it's all about faith and good luck big opportunities like the bigger picture of things right it also has quite a, a beautiful spirituality to it as a planet. And, and in that, like really it's, it calls us to connect and have faith and trust in the universe, which again is why it's all about luck and, and opportunities. Um, it's quite a philosophical uh, energy as well. So a great day for anything to do with travel, with education like broadening your horizons and your understanding of the world um, and in that Thursdays are kind of a it's a really nice day for me in my in my week because I sort of am able to split it I can incorporate some work and also some things that feel really nourishing to me and my spirit and my soul so in that if I'm feeling called for any form of ritual or sort of time to myself and my spiritual spiritual realms um, I might do that on a Thursday, preferably a Thursday morning, personally. And I set aside time for any courses that I'm studying as well. So it's a time that I can just focus on me and my own like soul nourishment, essentially. Further outside of work, it's also a great day to sort of look at and manage your money. This is something I'm still working on. <laughs> I'm not great at this, but it would be a good day to, to sit with that. Um, and in terms of work, this is my favorite day to set aside time specifically for any projects or things that I'm creating for the future. So if there's any courses or offerings that I have within me, uh, they will at the very least have time 
devoted to them on a Thursday. And because it's, you know, such a great day for luck and opportunities and anything, it's really a a day to really focus and, and invest time in things that you want to see expand and grow. So again, that, that's why it's such a great day to, to prioritize projects that you want to see thrive in the future, right? And it's also in that a really great day to launch something. I really like to offer things, whether it be products or new offerings and, and courses and things like that on a Thursday. It just feels really exciting and expansive for me to do it that way. And then we have Friday, which is Venus Day. So Venus, I think we're more familiar with her energy, but as a planet, she is the planet of love and harmony and beauty. She also governs or or rules things to do with our money and our possessions, the beauty in our life. So Very much calling a more uh, sensual energy, sexual energy, um, the social side of ourselves in our lives. She's also quite indulgent. So Venus Day or Friday is a great day to self-indulge or to pamper, to feel into the luxe within life and very much about pleasure. Pleasure and beauty are kind of the key words for me on a Friday. So for me personally, Fridays are sort of split. They definitely involve work. I'm 100% working on a Friday, but I'm also really called into my feminine more. So part of that is um, conscious, I suppose, in the sense that I'm consciously aligning with the feminine so that I'm stepping into a more softer energy to see out the week so I can kind of ease into the weekend more easily, I suppose. Um, But also I'm focusing on bringing more of the energy of Venus. So love, beauty, sensuality, um, harmony, and the feminine into the work that I'm doing. So that looks like a few different things. (laughs) Um, I do still have some client calls on Fridays and I, I focus them in the morning which still feels really aligned for me because I'm working with women um, and, you know, my, my clients are so beautiful. They're, they're friends as well, as far as I'm concerned. So there's the social aspect of women engaging and interacting with each other on a Friday that feels really nourishing and, and aligned for me. But I also bring a softness and um, a, a sensuality to the rest of the work that I do that day. So it could be that I'm finishing off editing this podcast, for example. So rather than just sitting at a desk, smashing out the work, I really am conscious and I do this throughout the week, but on a Friday and Venus day, it's even more resonant and and relevant for me. Um, I will focus on making that a really pleasurable and sensual experience in my work. So I will make sure I have the nicest candle lit. I'll make sure that I feel like I'm, you know, I'm in my favorite clothes. I'll put on some lipstick or whatever it might be. So I feel sensual and I'm bringing the the energy of romance and beauty to whatever it is that I'm doing, right? So it's not necessarily that I'm not working or that I am changing whatever my work might be. My work is what it is on a Friday, really, but I'm, I'm bringing or focusing on bringing in a different energy, a very specific energy to whatever it is that I'm doing on a Friday. 
I do, however, try to ensure that I have a bit more spaciousness on a Friday. So that's why I will use the energies of Tuesday and Wednesday especially and Thursday to kind of get the bulk of my work done so that Friday feels extra spacious basically. I do the, the key things that I need to do but I have some time up my sleeve to spend with myself. So I will devote some time for self-care and self-nourishment on a Friday in a way that really aligns with Venus energy. So that might be a yoni steam or massage or breast massage, right? Connecting and really loving on my body has been a huge priority for me recently as well. So if I'm not doing those things any other day that week, they're definitely happening on a Friday. But don't forget, like, again, this is a day that's all about sort of self-care and indulgence and pampering. So it might be as simple as like a little at-home spa, you know, it might just be throwing on a face mask or a hair mask um, to treat yourself on a Friday. You know, it's a beautiful energy to bring to the day. Or if you are booking any appointments, like beauty-related appointments, so it might be getting your hair done or if you're going to book a facial or a massage, Friday is a beautiful day to do that. And on top of that, Friday or, or Venus energy is, is about love, right, and relationships. So Friday is definitely a day where I'm prioritizing connecting with Bo, my partner, um, so when he gets home from work, the, you know, the laptop's off, the phones are down as much as possible and whatever it looks like, like for the, at the start of the year, we had this little thing where Friday night was cocktail night. Um, and like, I'm not a huge drinker, but it was fun for a few weeks, like a month or two where Friday, every Friday night, we would make a new cocktail and just like, it was fun and it was playful and it was just us. It was, it was really sweet. So something to look forward to in, in that kind of way. But it doesn't have to be, you know, anything in particular or anything special. It's just that my awareness is, you know, shifted from work, shifted from everything else, basically. And I'm present. I'm present with the one that I love, you know. And in extension to that, it's not doesn't have to be just romantic relationships. So it could be that Friday is a great day to, you know, connect with other family or friends. If you're going to catch up for lunch with your girlfriends or give, you know, a loved one a call or shoot them a message. Um, Friday can be a beautiful prompt, I suppose, or reminder to do that or to organize it or, or whatever it might be. But ultimately, Friday is one of my favorite days, <laughs> in case you didn't gather. Um, but it it's a day where I'm really feeling um, the call and the invitation to drop back really into my feminine um, and to seek and create beauty in my day and my life. So whether it's lighting the nice candles, putting on some clothes that feel really good that day, or, you know, bringing in flowers, fresh flowers into the home. Again, because Venus rules our money and our possessions, it also rules the hearth in, in terms of creating a beautiful sanctuary and home for ourselves. So it might be a great day as well as Thursday to work with or, you know, have a date with money, with your, your finances, sit with them, explore your money mindset and things like that, and to really tend to the hearth. So 
making sure that your home is nice and tidy, maybe a quick vacuum, maybe changing the sheets. Like I said, to me, uh, changing the sheets on a Monday and Friday have very different energies. So it might be on Monday, it's creating a really cozy, homely vibe. Whereas on Friday, clean, crisp sheets holds like a it's like a sensuality to it you know it's a really beautiful lovely pleasurable feeling to slide into to crisp clean sheets so different you know energies entirely even if it's the same thing okay that's friday that is venus day moving on to saturday which is saturn day the energy of saturn sometimes gets a bit of a bad rap <laughs> because it's a bit more of a serious energy. It is our planet of commitment and responsibility. It is structure. It is boundaries and discipline. So for me, that equates to housework, really, tending to the house and getting, it's basically my organization day. I know for others who maybe like Saturday, you might have sport commitments or, you know, other things like that on a Saturday. And that I still think is quite aligned because it's to do with our commitments and our responsibilities. Um, but I don't really do sport. <laughs> if you, if you know me, you know, right. Um, but it's definitely my day where I a lot to really just getting getting my life and my household organized. So I will do meal prep on a Saturday. Usually, as I said, I would hopefully have got the meal plan and grocery order in by the Thursday or Friday. So I know that I have everything I need and I know what I'm making and I can just kind of whip up a recipe or a meal to put in the freezer and, and sort out anything else that I was going to have for the, the following week. And this has been especially um, helpful for me recently when I've been really honing in on eating in a way that aligns with my cycle. So that is something I've wanted to implement and really integrate for a long time. Um, but I found it overwhelming and like I didn't have enough time to really plan properly and know what it is I'd need to be making on any given week. Um, and so even uh, one of the many benefits of creating this flow throughout my week has meant that it's, it's just part of the week, basically in, in sitting down and, and planning, um, what I'm going to make and eat for the following week in a way that aligns with my, my cycle and my hormones. So that's been huge as well. Um, other things that I will do on a Saturday is really it's just it's just about tidying the home, um, anything that's basically like not surface level tidying. So if I need to vacuum and, and dust, if I need to mop, ugh, <laughs> I don't really mop, but I'll do it on a Saturday. Um, the bulk of the laundry, all of that gets done on a Saturday so that We've got our shit together, the household or the, you know, the home front is going well <laughs> and I don't really do any work on a Saturday, which is, it's really nice. In the past, I haven't been able to say that because usually I didn't have enough structure and focus and discipline throughout my week um, and I wouldn't have everything finished. So I might be still editing a podcast on a Saturday or a Sunday not the case so much anymore. And it means that once the, the house is tidy and everything's kind of organized, really our energy can just be invested in, in our home and our little family, everyone's home for the weekend. And yeah, we can just spend time together. 
And then we end with Sunday, which is the day of the sun. So in astrology, the, the sun is the sign of the self. So it's our vitality. Um, so think like our well-being, our replenishment. It's, it's a day for us to relax and to enjoy and have fun. It's family time. It's generous, warm energy. It's a beautiful energy. So Sundays for me are slow mornings and cozy vibes, basically. Um, I love to do like a yummy dinner, like a particularly special dinner, whether it's a roast or like something else, it just feels really yummy and special for a Sunday night feast. <laughs> it's not a feast, it's two of us eating, but you know, um, I might, you know, bake on a Sunday, anything that feels really cozy and homely and like it's, it's nourishing my soul. So I might hop out in my garden more on that day. And also things like, um, like what I call soul nourishment. So things that nourish me and my soul. And that could be reading. It could be, you know, the courses and learning the things that really feed my soul. So again, um, a bit like Thursday, any courses and classes and things like that, that I'm, I'm doing at that time. And also on a Sunday, I will sit down and do my weekly reflection and journaling. So I'll look back on the week. I have, um, Annie from Dreamy Moon's Year of Growth journal. So I'll do the weekly reflection section of that and I will sit down and plan my next week. So my workflow, everything like that gets put next to my desk. Um, my main to-dos for like the rest of my life, I'll sort of sit down and just kind of plot that out just in little dot points and just feel ready for the week that's to come. And again, like Saturday, it's... It's a day to just chill and, and family time. It's, it's a day to kind of take some time to myself and the rest just, just be in a cute little household, really. <laughs> so there we have it. That is how I've been creating more structure and calling in the masculine into my world in a way that feels really nourishing and really grounding for me. And honestly... Like I'm still just as excited for the start of each week and I feel just as inspired, you know, within each area of my life as I, I did when I first started playing around with all of this. In fact, I would say I've actually felt stronger and more expansive in each area of my life the longer that I've gone on here, especially in my health. Um, and like the, the love that I give to my own body and my relationship with Bo, because I'm actually in a place where I'm, I feel like I can prioritize those areas just as much as anything else without it being, you know, the, the detriment to any other area of my life. And in terms of work, I have to add <laughs> that I felt so creatively inspired like really creative and organized and on top of things like I actually have the capacity to to move through and to hold everything that's coming through and I'm, I'm not feeling overwhelmed by it and again that that's largely due to feeling balanced and being able to like feeling like I'm prioritizing certain energies at certain times and not feeling like it all has to be done at once in the moment right now right and something else I will add about work, because I, I feel like this might come up, I kind of just mentioned it, um, 
but you might kind of also want to know how to actually like literally integrate all of this and how to know how to plan for it. Um, so I shared, you know, that I focus on certain tasks within my work on different days and I do this by planning out my week. So this does mean or require you to, to plan. And I think that's really healthy and good. I think that helps us to create clarity so we know where we're heading, right? So I sit down, as I said, on a Sunday and it's one of my favorite little rituals now. I just, I love it. And I look at my monthly plan. So all the things that I have on, like podcast episodes that I've got planned, client calls, other projects and creations that I'm, I'm focusing on or, or creating and writing for at that time. And I look at what's coming and I look at what needs to be done in the week to come. And so I, I just make out a little list of dot points and that's my to-do list basically, right? My to-do list for my week of work. And then I look at each item and I feel into what day would this be most applicable? Like what would this most align with? So again, Wednesdays are a great day for communication. So I'll assign the podcast for Wednesday. And if I have a course or a special creation that I'm working on, I might align that for Thursday, Jupiter day, you know, big expansive energy. And I kind of just go through my list and divvy up the work across the week. And then I write them out in order along with their days and I pop that by my desk. And I do this too with the other areas in my life. I have my workflow and then the rest of my life, like all the other areas of my life. But I'm pretty in tune with the energies of the week now. And so I kind of know when and where I'll be dedicating other things in my life um, and, and what days that'll be on, as I have shared with you. And it's my rhythm now, you know, that's, that's why I call it my workflow rather than my to-do list. And everything else is my, my weekly flow as well, you know? Um, and I, I mean, I don't beat myself up if something doesn't end up getting done on a certain day that, you know, it was aligned to. I'm not using this as a hard and fast rule or, you know, I'm not being crazy rigid with it, but it gives me so much more clarity and order in which to flow within, right? So there we go. <laughs> I hope this has been helpful. I'd love to hear if it's inspired you to explore this energy and structure within your own life. Like just to play with it a little and reflect on how you might be able to engage and integrate, you know, the energies that are at your disposal right now. I would love to hear if you do give any of this a go. So shoot me a message and share your own experience with me. Or if you have any more questions, I feel like I've just scratched the surface here. Um, so yeah, feel free to reach out and ask anything you might be wondering. If you're interested in connecting further with me, there are a few ways that you can do that. You can sign up to join my email list and you will get a free womb clearing guide straight away to your inbox. You can find me on Instagram as well, where I share so much. It's just rachel.hodgins um, and the links for that will be in the show notes. If you'd like to work with me and play in this space of the feminine together, you can keep an eye out for when I open up spaces for season two of Wild Kin in a couple of weeks. Wild Kin is a three-month ceremonial container. So three months 
three separate ceremonial journeys, deep connection, healing, intuitive insights, ancestral healing and connection. Oh, it is the most delicious space. So beautiful. So keep an eye out for that. And if you want to really go deep, you can work with me one-on-one for three months in the Wild Heart Journey. This is my one-on-one feminine embodiment mentorship that's all about supporting you to align with the rhythm and wisdom of the earth, moon, and womb. We explore all sorts of threads, womb wisdom, earth connection, ancestral healing, aligning with the wisdom of your menstrual cycles, cyclical living, just the embodiment of your feminine, basically. And you also receive a beautiful welcome bundle from me that's full of goodies, oracle cards, crystals, cacao, some beautiful handcrafted products like my womb oil. There's so much woven within this journey. And yeah, if your heart is calling for it, be sure to reach out. You can shoot me a message or you can book a quick and cozy chat with me and we can go from there. You can find the links to that as well as where to get my free womb clearing guide and everything else in the show notes. So check it all out down there. And let me just send you so much love right now. Thank you for listening, gorgeous heart. Thank you for being here. And as I said, I love to hear from you. So reach out if you have anything in particular that you take away from this episode. Shoot me any questions. Let me know what resonated the most for you. Take care. Go gently. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye, lovely. Thank you for listening to the Weaving the Wild podcast. I'm walking my path here on Jaja Wurrung country. And I acknowledge the Jaja Wurrung elders past and present. 